Best of Times, live from 710 Keel Studios in Shreveport, Louisiana, celebrating age and maturity, helping you make the best years of your life the best they can be. The Best of Times, your host, Gary Caligas. Good morning, radio listeners. I'm Gary Caligas, the publisher of The Best of Times, the only news magazine and radio show for mature adults in northwest Louisiana. Thank you for tuning into our show today. Also thanking those who might be listening via the Internet at www.710keel.com. Also thanking those who might be listening via the Keel application on their Apple or Android devices. We do thank AARP Louisiana Neighbors, Tenant Country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer, for being the exclusive sponsors of this radio show to provide you with beneficial information each and every Saturday morning. And just a few minutes, we're going to hear from an expert giving us some advice for seniors and boomers who are returning to travel soon. So stay to the show for some very beneficial information for you and your loved ones. It is Saturday, August the 7th, and we are broadcasting our show from the studios of News Radio 710 Keel, a town square media station here in Shreveport, Louisiana. However, today's show is not live. It has been free recorded, so we will be unable to accept calling questions and comments from our loyal radio listeners. Now that we have the vaccines for the COVID-19, it's going to be up to you to make that decision to get this vaccine in the coming weeks and months. Hopefully these vaccines will help us get back the world to normal as before. So again, make that decision as soon as possible. For your information, the 2021 Resource and Information Expo will take place on Thursday, September the 16th. It's open to persons of all ages, and it'll be held at the Riverview Hall in downtown Shreveport. This expo is proudly sponsored by the City of Shreveport and the Best of Times. Free admission, of course, free parking, lots of fun, entertainment, free health care screenings, flu and pneumonia shop, as well as COVID-19 vaccines will be available. Informative exhibitors from over 60 organizations, agencies, and businesses providing information about their products and services. Of course, there are going to be contests, giveaways, and many door prizes, but you must be present to win. Also at the Expo, attendees will be able to enter a grand door prize valued at over $1,000. This is a gala celebration of the 30th anniversary of Paint Your Heart Out program in Shreveport, which will begin at 5.30 p.m. So this Expo begins at 3 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. And after that, we'll have the activities uh, regarding the 30th uh, anniversary celebration of Paint Your Heart Out program in Shreveport. Due to, due to the COVID-19 pandemic, attendees must wear masks, follow social distancing guidelines, and po- comply with other COVID-19 mandates. For information, do visit our website at www.thebestoftimesnews.com. Be sure to pick up the August issue of the Best of Times at one of our 270 distribution locations. If you're unable to find a copy, remember you can always visit our popular website at www.thebestoftimesnews.com to view both current and past issues of our magazine. In addition, you can view the 2021 Silver Pages Senior Resource Directory. In addition, you can listen to previously broadcast radio shows here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. We'll be right back with more information, but now we're with our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, probably presented by AERP Louisiana and Abers, Standing Country S Report, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. Gary Kalidas will be right back with more Best of Times Radio Hour after this on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. 
Gary's back with more Best of Times Radio Hour on 1017 FM and 710 Q. Welcome back to our show, the Best of Times Radio Hour, proudly presented by AARP Louisiana and a bear-stunning country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. Joining me on my show today as a special guest is Mr. Chris Hobart, who is an educational expert with Secura Track, and he's on our show to give us some advice for those persons who might be traveling in the area and abroad and uh, giving some great advice and tips. So thank you, Chris, for joining us today here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. Thank you, Gary. Thanks for having me. Pleasure so how will travel be different now in this post-pandemic and, and now the recent some the recent insurgence of this particular pandemic? So how's, how's travel going to be different? Well, so, so in many ways, you know, travel will be uh, much the same as it's always been. But but there's going to be a lot of aspects that, that now we're seeing filter into everyday life, even as we move around in our neighborhoods and cities that, that are going to sort of now be part of the travel experience. So, you know, in some cases, um, as you as you go to restaurants or as you go to other public places, there may be distancing that they put in place with, you know, table settings or or desk settings or whatever it might be that we'll, we'll, we'll continue to see. But at the end of the day, the biggest thing that will change with travel, especially those who travel internationally, is going to be how you prepare for travel. Um, some things will be the same, just to a more extreme. For example, you know, having a plan, whether it's health care as you get older, for when you, you know, may need health care in a foreign country will be similar, but you'll just need to be very exacting. Um, not just take your insurance card with you and understand where to go, but perhaps even packing or overpacking medicines, for example. Um, but beyond that, you know, the travel itself will be different, especially if you're going internationally. Certain countries will have their own specific rules to follow for how to prepare and how to sort of make known that you are or not vaccinated, that you've been tested and cleared with negative results before you travel, perhaps even back into the U.S., right? If you're coming back into the U.S., the U.S. currently requires um for countries that it allows people to enter the U.S. from, for them to test uh, with a negative test within three days of their travel. So, so you know, there's going to be a lot more requirements on those who travel to be prepared, whether it's from their own health planning perspectives or whether it's, um, you know, preparing to be uh, allowed to enter other countries. Or even if you travel within the United States, Different counties have different requirements for mask wearing, as an example, different parts of within even a state. Uh, and, and so perhaps, you know, being prepared with, um, you know, the protective gear that, that you would have thought customary three months ago, but maybe now think is less important as you travel, being familiar with the local rules of where you're going is going to be important so that you avoid any inconveniences. Well, Chris, have you, have you, have you felt I'm, I'm, I'm a senior of 71 and I, I'm extensively I love to travel before the pandemic. And I know a lot of my fellow radio listeners and readers of my popular magazine are, are excited about finally being able to get out and and go and visit countries as well as United States and nearby Mexico and et cetera. But and what you're telling them is you need to be prepared. Don't just make a quick whim. And they probably need to get reliable sources, their travel agent, or, or visiting various important sites to, to be sure that uh, in their planning, 
they know the current situation and keep probably keep checking on those particularly. If they're going to be traveling to, to London or to Paris, they need to keep check, checking and see if things have changed. It's getting pretty dynamic, isn't it? No, it, it is so dynamic. And, and, and what you just mentioned is, is key. Having a plan in general has always been important when you travel internationally, especially for those as you know, as we age and, and you know, knowing kind of where you're going and when and making plans around and letting your family know, right, so that they're aware of you know, where you may be in case something may, may happen during the trip. But but even more than before, things change on a daily basis with respect to, you know, healthcare guidance and, and other rules and sometimes even with, with days of operation. Um, some locations and, and sort of museums and, and such have different operating hours than they used to. They're not as imminently available and easy to get into without planning ahead. And so that that's important, uh, even for the for the simple notion that you're traveling to enjoy and experience, you know, the place that you're in. You can't assume that everything you like to go see is going to be open without reservation or open with a, a sort of pre-pandemic set of days and hours. And, and so researching that is important. Um, in, in a lot of cases, go ahead. No, no I was going to say they need to they need to be concerned and. Uh, they might be susceptible to getting other other diseases or other situations, not just COVID-19. So they, they need to be, especially if they're traveling to certain parts of the world where there's, there could be other types of, of illnesses that they could acquire without getting proper uh, precautions. Uh, I can't think of exactly one yeah, right I now, think, but I think, I think about certain certain countries that require you to have certain types of of uh, inoculations, et cetera, to protect yourself. I mean, make sure that you have all these sure. uh, particular areas. So and that's the, and the other thing I think we should emphasize to our listeners out there is is if you're planning to, uh, to, to travel uh, abroad or even in the area, consult with your doctor. That's what he or she is there for, right? Talk to your doctor about planning that trip before you plan that trip. And tell them what. Right. And mean, tell them what. Yeah. Tell them what should you tell the doctor? I mean, what what some questions that that you should relate to him or her? You know, having a healthcare plan, I think, is is probably never been more important when you travel, um, whether it's in the United States or abroad. Uh, what, what COVID and, and the pandemic has done is sort of brought to light what may have been good practices before and make them more commonplace and, and more important than ever. You know, if you're going to do that once-in-a-lifetime trip to Africa and a safari, then, then malaria and getting you know, prepared for that is, has always been important. But now because one sickness can, can make you more susceptible to COVID or others um, and make that more complicated to deal with while abroad, it's important to have a plan, consulting with your doctor, letting them know where you're going, what time of year you'll be traveling, certain times of year or give rise to certain other types of sicknesses in those local environments and being prepared whether it's a vaccination plan or even asking for a preventative uh, or sort of planning to have medicine with you during the trip. So overpacking medicines is something that's easy to do if you're prepared because they're so small. Um, Oftentimes your doctor who has a relationship with you will give you prescriptions to things like antibiotics or, or things of that nature in small quantities. Should um, you know, should the need arise, you'll have it on your person at the time. And uh, it's important to, to have that open dialogue with your with your doctor for sure. But Chris, don't you feel I, I've traveled abroad both both to Asia and Europe and um, Africa a little bit and South America, but 
it's important people that have never traveled or now they're planning to travel retirement and travel, you've got to be careful because some places you can't just get extra medications that you're taking in those countries quite easily. It's not as easy as you might think. Uh, some places, yes. Other places, no. And you got, you have to, you need to know the full gamut of what you're taking. Hope you, you bring a list with you, but you bring the medications, not just the, the pills or the items, but you need to bring what they are. So in case you have to, you run out or you're, 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 you're uh, in that particular area and have to stay for a while, uh, you need to be able to get them. But you're right, packing a few extra uh, is not going to take that much space in your your luggage, and it's probably a, a good backup backup plan. I want you to emphasize the fact because I've had several of my uh, friends who've told me that they've traveled with people already to places throughout the world, and they have tested positive. One or more members of their family have tested positive and had to had to stay or quarantine in that particular company before, country before coming back to the U.S. And that has put some excessive burden on both expenses but also traumatic effect on various individuals. How should you plan for that? Yeah, I mean, I think the, the, it's sort of the old adage of, a, of an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. And I think when you are traveling in, in, in other countries in particular, it's important to have the, the PPE on, on hand so that when you're in large, you know, crowded areas, especially inside, that you, 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 you take precaution. Um, not because if you're vaccinated, you're worried about the, the, the devastating impact if you get sick as much, because we've seen that through science, you know, getting vaccinated does help prevent really extreme versions of, of the sickness. But, but, but to avoid the inconveniences that you're talking about when traveling. It, you know, we can still even vaccinated, you know, um, get the virus and 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 with all that, then test that we have the virus, and in which case, then you know, it creates a lot of inconvenience and costs trying to get out of one country and back into the United States. The the best thing to do is just just try and prevent it as much as possible. Um, you can still enjoy your trip, but when you're in crowded internal places um, with people that you know don't have the same you know, perspective, you know, that we do in the United States, you just don't know what 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 the current context or landscape is with respect to vaccinations or what general um, opinions about being in public when they're when they're not feeling well. So so well, it's important to be to be cautious. I definitely agree with that. The the other aspect of a plan and I've I've suggested to certain people I my my wife and I have traveled uh, even after Depend well. In 2021, let's say we didn't travel anywhere internationally in 2020, right. uh, but um, but we did in beginning in in 2021, and uh, we took precautions. We had the vaccines, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but what I'm trying to emphasize is, I decided because even though I'm on Medicare and supplement, et cetera, I went ahead and got. An additional health care insurance that covered COVID uh, in case I tested positive, in case I had it in a particular country. Uh, do you suggest that to people? Yeah, I, I think it's something that everyone should should investigate. Um, there, there's there's a number of different ways to do it. Whether it's your current, you know, insurance provider sort of adding a, a temporary rider to your policy, or whether it's going through a tour operator, even for example. Right. Uh, a lot of times they'll, they'll offer COVID specific or travel specific medical or travel insurance that that um, 
that does help supplement and, and sort of plug holes in, in a traditional health care coverage. And it, um, and it also you know, protects you in case you have to, of course, cancel your flights or flights or have to have more lodging. Right. Some of those plans do cover uh, providing some uh, assistance and, and not penalties that you would have to cancel or reschedule and all those, you know, rescheduling fees, availability and all from airlines to et cetera. Uh, could be quite beneficial. I've been suggesting that to people. There are there are, you know, travel insurance companies that are doing it now. I don't know as much as as they were back in uh, April and May, but hopefully more and more are are concerned because the probability of getting it's still very low. But you want to have that rest assurance that uh, even if you test positive and you're quarantined, you might not have any signs or symptoms, as we said, but you still, you know, yeah. can't return, right? Yeah, no, that's right. I mean, the peace of mind is worth it. The, the, the incremental cost on an expensive overseas trip or even even a trip within the U.S. is, um, is, is greatly um, overshadowed by such a small amount of cost and a great amount of uh, peace of mind. So, you know, it, 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 if, if the... If the if what's planned and what's considered is an overseas trip, there, there's there's extra precaution and peace of mind with insurance that's generally pretty well worth it. And and generally the the modes of transportation, the airlines, the ships, and what other transportation, the trains, etc., are all being uh, I hate to say the word sanitized, but they're being uh, uh, cleaned properly more often than they ever have been before. Have you have you seen that in your travels throughout the world? I have. I, I've traveled a, a you know a pretty good bit in 2021, and and and, and in some cases I actually feel safer on planes than I do at restaurants uh, at home. Uh, for example, on the way into London, you know, on a on a fully you know packed fl- flight, everyone on that flight within three days had to get tested negative. Um, most people showed also that they had been vaccinated. And they also have to book, before you land in London, you have to book a post-landing COVID test within two days of landing where you also have to test negative, otherwise you quarantine in the UK. So that flight was full of people who had been tested up and down and, and shown to be healthy. Um, now, it doesn't remove the, the risk entirely, but but compare that to an average restaurant you know, that you may sit in. Oh, and by the way, everyone's wearing masks on the plane the entire time. So... Comparing that to an average restaurant, you may be inside and, and meeting with uh, where there's no assurances that anyone there is necessarily, um, you know, disease-free is, is, is um, you know, is comforting at some level. Um, however, you are in a, a small metal tube for a few hours, and you just never know. So, um, you know, that, so the, the, the cleaning precautions and sort of all the other tests and, and measures that are in place, um, do give some sense of peace of mind for sure. Okay, hold that thought. We'll be right back with more information, but now work more sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, probably presented by AARP Louisiana and Abearstown and Country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. Gary Kaligas will be right back with more Best of Times Radio Hour after this on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Gary's back with more Best of Times Radio Hour on 101.7 FM and 710 Key. Welcome back to our show, the Best of Times Radio Hour, probably presented by AARP Louisiana and A Bears Town and Country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. 
Joining me on my show is a special guest. is Mr. Chris Hobart, who is an education expert with SecureTrack, and he's giving us some advice for those persons who might be returning to going out and traveling both in the area as well as abroad. So thank you, Chris, for joining us today to help educate me and my fellow radio listeners about things we should do and are planning to return to travel in the area. So, Chris, let's continue on our discussions here. Uh, what I want to emphasize, and he's mentioned him some precautions of planning a trip and what you should what you should do in, in case you get sick or test positive for COVID while traveling. And uh, he really emphasized the aspect of packing extra medical supplies or essential items that you might be needing, uh, especially medications that you might be uh, taking uh, for chronic illnesses, et cetera, that you should take extra. Isn't that right? Isn't that not Chris? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, there really is, um, other than planning, there's really no other uh, inconvenience, if you will, from packing or overpacking medical supplies because they're generally pretty small in nature and don't take a lot of room. And, and if you if you plan ahead, I mean, being able to account for the space is, is really not, not any inconvenience at all. So it's, it's a really easy step that you can take to, to, to just make sure that you've got that extra supply on hand should it be needed. So what are some additional steps that one can take before they're traveling abroad? You know, from a technology standpoint, um, there's a number of apps that really help um, that we that we often recommend to folks who travel, uh, especially as you, you know, sort of enter these more complicated times. One of them is called PackPoint. It's really a, it's an easy app that helps. You, you know, you put in your location you're going to, and it sort of understands the weather based on the time of year and, helps you then organize what you pack or perhaps even something is as, as simple as needing an adapter for your charging equipment for your phone. Excellent. Um, it, it'll let you know if, if there's needs along those lines as well as sort of the, you know, the types of, uh, uh, the types of, of sort of food that you may find there and sort of if you're going to pack snacks, what you may need to bring uh, to sort of keep you, um, you know, keep you nourished in between long trips and things of that nature. So PackPoint is, is one. Um, there's another, there's a couple more apps that sort of tie into to travel that, that's helpful. One is pretty common and people may use already their website called TripAdvisor. And, and, and again, when you travel in these new times, there may be different operating hours for uh, sites or venues or activities that, that just may be unusual because of the times. And this will give you up-to-date, um, you know, hours of operation as well as, you know, of course, waiting during the pandemic, that will give you more of a, a, a level footing on what to expect when you do uh, try and do uh, excursions or go on different activities in that locality. And the third one is Google Maps, um, something that I've used for many years that I find just eminently valuable when you're in a new place, not only to, to sort of see, you know, nearby restaurants and, and sort of understand their hours perhaps, but also... Um, just direction, just knowing where to go, whether you're in public transport or you're on foot, uh, it, it, it can be a, a real time saver and, uh, and, and help you navigate, you know, physically navigate um, uh, the, the location that you're in. So, so technology in that sense is, is something that can be a really big help and people don't often think about it, especially when you're thinking about packing for travel. No, and those are important. I, I utilize some of those. The other one, I want to get your advice on this. I've done this several times in the past few years um, for some reason because I felt that I needed to let 
family members knew that we were traveling. But I also felt that our wonderful United States government needs to know where I'm at, at least the embassies there. And I went, uh, I was um, talking with some government official. And he said, oh, yeah, we have a secretary of state or whatever it is website that you can load in information and you can load in your passport number and all that and it'll it'll tell you and you tell them what countries you're going to go to and it'll automatically inform the embassy in France and and Greece and wherever Germany or wherever that you know American citizen is in our country on these particular days and uh, I found it fascinating because they will text you and warn you about certain things that are happening in the area that may or may not be known to locals or on the media or you, know, you probably would never known that but I found that to be an excellent service now you know some people tell me well Gary I don't want them to know where I'm going I said, well they do know where you're going but you're going to paint your passport when you get in that country they're going to know exactly that you're in in China or you're in Europe or you're in France or Saudi Arabia or wherever they're going to eventually know but now you get them a heads up that they're going to be able to help you right do you do that I do, Gary. I, I think the Secretary of State website in general is really, really helpful and informative. Whether you sign up for that, you know, whether you're you're open to sort of identifying where you'll be traveling and when, it's certainly a personal choice. But but whether you do that or you don't, uh, the amount of information that they have that can be helpful and inform safe and, and smart travel, it, it's definitely worth a quick look, and it's really easy. Um, and well laid out. I mean, you can search. It's it's got a it's a really well built website. It is, and it's also updated on a regular basis. So, so you know whether you're pre trip or during your trip, it's it's definitely a site worth looking at. And they also, I was I was telling my listeners now. It, I think you've got the same scenario. If you're in certain countries and there's a particular turmoil or something, they will text you if you give them you give them right to your phone, your cell phone while you're in that country. And they will give you warnings and, and tell you to avoid certain areas or there's going to be a delay in flights going out, even though maybe your airline will let you know. But they will tell you in advance or certain rules have changed. I mean, it, it's it's pretty impressive. And I'm, I'm, you know, and I don't know how many people access it using it, but I have done it for the past many years and found it tremendously useful. And, and the other thing is if you lose your passport, they already load it. They already know it. So you can visit that embassy or that consulate office. Hopefully, you know, gets you quickly know who you are and et cetera, et cetera. So it can definitely help you. It's, that's one thing I tell my friends and family and radio listeners and uh, readers. If you ever travel abroad, guard that passport. Be sure you guard that passport and you make a copy of it and keep it securely, but definitely guard the passport. It's a valuable document. The United States passport is extremely valuable. Isn't that right? It is. Uh, and maybe just to sort of piggyback your first thought there, Gary, it's really easy to get to the to the U.S. Department of State website. It's just state.gov. Um, so for those who are listening, it, it's, it's, it's as easy as that, whether it's from your phone or your computer. Um, one of the things that we recommend people do is take pictures of any important documents so that at least if if somehow one of those documents goes missing, hopefully they still have their phone, and, and then that can double, whether it's your driver's license or your passport, or now nowadays even your vaccination card. Um, so sure. you know, having a picture of those will will work in many cases, um, even with airlines who, who want to see a paper-based version of it uh, at some point will will opt for the electronic version if you don't have the paper one, and it could save you some real 
headache. Well, and definitely having those documents either either scanned or taken a picture of on your on your phone or your iPad or whatever is is important. I, I mean, I know of many people that have been abroad and needed to access their health insurance. You know, they bought a special private insurance and they didn't bring any of the paperwork with them. Well, that's going to take a, a long time to pro- probably gather it and get it. So it's good to have it all there with you and you won't have a problem uh, in, in, in getting admitted to getting treatment. Now, they're going to still treat you, but the, the process of filing a claim, it's going to be, you know, tremendous, and uh, whether it's covered or not. So, again, those there are important documents that people should scan or take with them, and now the technology is allowing that to be good and be on your phone and, and et cetera, et cetera. So, it's, uh, so your, your company provides what? More of a of a MPERS to buy a personal emergency response system device. Yes, SecurePack is a mobile health and safety company. Um, it does include a device we call the Mobile Defender. It's a it's sort of a small garage door sized um, device that that allows people when they travel or when they're at home and just out and about or in the house either way, push a button and get emergency response uh, professional emergency response assistance with uh, whatever may be happening. Yeah, whether it's healthcare or whether it's you know intrusion or whether it's anything else that um, you know someone may look to get emergency services. So it 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 does it does for any any age, any seniors, boomers, or whatever, and it, it's it uh, it operates on a okay. cell phone system or it operates on a private system. Yeah, so so it's it's a cellular device, a cellular capable device, but but it there's really many different ways it can it can function. So. The use cases for it are, are far and wide ranging. It could be anything from um, employees who work alone, or, or what's called loan workers, whether it's oil and gas or petrochemical or Uber drivers, for that matter. Um, whether they're young and healthy, um, or whether you know they're they're, they're you know in, in some sort of risk, it doesn't matter. Um, people can can carry this device called the mobile defender, and if they need assistance. For example, let's say in the petrochemical, you were you were walking through the plant, you ingested some fumes, you passed out and, and literally fell down, um, or you you knocked your head. Oil and gas, this happens all the time. Turn the corner, don't see something, knock your head, knocks you out, you fall down. The the act of falling, this device will detect the fall and automatically trigger an emergency alert that a third party will respond to. They'll know exactly where you are. Um, and come and provide assistance to to you in that location. Um, without that device, um, obviously, someone would have to spot you, or you'd have to come to your senses before you would be able to appropriately, you know, get any assistance. Um, the other the other you know scenario could be seniors and and sort of a health emergency, and there's no quick way to get to a phone or open an app and, and make a phone call. You just push a button. And then immediately you're connected to somebody who can have a conversation with you, or if you're incapacitated, at least understand where you are and get you assistance at that location. Um, whether you're in the U.S., at home, down the street, or in Rome, or wherever you might be, um, it's possible to get assistance. So the way it works um, is it is it is when you when you hit that button, it first identifies where you are. It can do that either through GPS, just like a regular GPS device might determine your position, or it could go over Wi-Fi or Bluetooth and determine based on Wi-Fi access points or Bluetooth devices in the area and triangulate your position and determine where you are. 
either way it takes that position, uh, either way it gathers it, and it relays that to the emergency response center that it makes a phone call to. It sends that information to them so they know where you are as they're talking to you. Uh, it uses a cellular network. In the U.S., it's AT&T. In the Canada, it's Rogers. In other countries, it's Vodafone or a number of others. Um, but ultimately, compatible with over 120 different countries. Wow. It'll make a phone call to the emergency response center that will answer the call and uh, and address you by name. Uh, they'll know who you are. They'll know where you are. And then they'll be able to help get you um, the assistance that's needed as quickly as possible. So, and, it, and it, this device has to be on you. It's not part of an app on a phone or a another device or an iPad or, an, or a tablet, right? Am I saying is it correctly? Yeah, so it, it's a it's an independent um, device. It's, it's, again, roughly maybe a little smaller than a garage door opener, but it's similar in that it's, you know, small, and it's got a button on it that you push if you need help, um, or if you fall, it'll automatically detect that, and you don't need to push anything at all. But, uh, yeah, it's a separate device. We, we do have an app and have used it in the past. It, we, we found that it, while in concept, it, it's good. In a lot of the use cases that we have, it's actually more cumbersome because you have to unlock the phone first, and then you have to open the app, and then you have to actually trigger the alert, in which case you're doing at least three things before you actually you know, have the chance to get assistance, whereas with the mobile defender, you're literally, you can reach without looking for it, um, find the button with your finger because it's got Braille on it, so whether you read Braille or you don't, you can feel the button. And, um, and, and, and then with that one step, Get, get the assistance that you need. So that, wow, that, that is a, a unique, the ones I've heard of lately are, you know, part of the phone, and you're right, it does require a bunch of steps, and you've got to be cognizant of fact to take those steps for you to utilize it, right? And that's, that's, the, that's the, sometimes yeah. the major, the major yeah, part I mean, of getting emergency it, services. Yeah, it has to be so simple that you can do it without looking at anything and do it instantly. So think of a real estate agent, right, giving a home tour, to somebody who they've never met, who they haven't qualified, and, and all of a sudden there's there's an incident. They don't have time to reach for their phone. In fact, if something is really happening, and that's probably the first thing someone will take. Um, but they don't have time to reach for their phone. They don't have time to un, you know unlock it. They don't have time to find the app, and they don't have time to trigger the the alert. Um, they need to find something that they can have in their purse or their pocket, or on their hip or around their neck, wherever they choose to carry it, without looking for it, and hit that button instantly and a second later, have somebody helping them. Wow! Um, so it's 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 you know whether it's that or whether it's the petrochemical side where, you know, the follower the auto follower is important because you may not be able to ask for help. You may need to ask for it without you acting on it yourself because in this case you're incapacitated. Sure, um, so definitely. The action of following will be detected and automatically trigger. Essentially, the same thing as if you push the button yourself. Okay, hold that thought. We'll be right back with more information, but now we're from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, probably presented by AARP Louisiana and Bears Town and Country Rest Report, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. Gary Kaligas will be right back with more Best of Times Radio Hour after this on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Gary's back with more Best of Times Radio Hour on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Welcome back to our show, the Best of Times Radio Hour, probably presented by AARP Louisiana and Bears Standing Country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. I'm Gary Kaligas, and I do thank you for listening to our show today. 
Joining me as a special guest on my show is Chris Hobart, who is an education expert with SecureTrack, and he's been giving us information for those of us who might be traveling throughout the United States, but also abroad. So thank you, Chris, for giving us that interesting information that can help us. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. So uh, we've been talking about precautions to take in pre-planning, uh, discussing with your doctor before you plan that trip, and, and also make a plan in place in case you get sick or test positive for COVID while you're traveling. We all, he also gave us some great information about technology to help you keep you safe. Uh, he mentioned various apps that you should place on your, your phone or your, your smartphone or your, uh, uh, your tablet. Uh, one's called PackPoint. That's P-A-C-K point, right? I'm spelling it right? Yep. PackPoint, yep. and he mentioned, of course, a lot of us have TripAdvisor. I have that on mine. And Google Maps, which I do use extensively when I, when I travel. But I never heard of PackPoint, which is a very interesting one. We also talked about contacting the United States State Department to, to tell them what countries you're going to be visiting. And if you can give them a, a bunch of information, those embassies and consulate offices throughout the world will make note, will be aware of that you and your family member are in those particular countries during these particular dates. And it's been very beneficial. Beneficial to me, I highly, I highly recommend it. I think Chris highly recommends it as well. Is that right? That's right. That's right. I mean, it, it's so easy to do, and and it provides so much value that um, you know, just taking a few minutes will will help uh, make that trip that much more affordable, uh, enjoyable, and also much less stressful. And I'm glad you mentioned in the earlier segments to make copies of, of, of things. Either scan them on your phone, take a picture of them on the phone, and that's that's your passport. That's uh, even your your tickets. I mean, sometimes it's difficult to find your record locator number. I mean, I've had people say they lost everything and they they had to you know end up spending a long time on the telephone or finding out what their ticket is to get back from the foreign country, right? So it's important to have some yep. of those key keywords and and by, as well as your login and your passwords to get into some of them when you they say they you need to um, you know, to re re uh, what, what's the word I can't think of the word to reconfirm your flight back home because a lot of them do require that because they'll give up your seat if you don't. So uh, it's it's important to have all that information so you can quickly access those particular points as well. And then he discussed an That's interesting. Right. I mean, I think, Go ahead. To add on to that, too, Gary. I mean. A lot of times, just finding the right phone number to call when you're abroad is, is difficult. And, and so most organizations, airlines and, and other travel organizations, have international toll-free numbers that you can call either from a payphone, which still exists, um, just not as often, <laughs> but, but on your mobile phone, of course, or, or even from a payphone if you have to. So, you know, having a place where you store those, whether it's, you know, on a piece of paper or your phone or both, is important. Yeah, that that there's so uh, I was just thinking that's the other aspect of you know you got to have all that information and it's some it's difficult and the other important thing item I think let's 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 emphasize this point before we go back to your 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 MERS uh, device um, is credit cards a lot a lot of people when they do first time travel uh, abroad don't do the important step of letting their letting their uh, company that have their credit card, whether it's Visa, MasterCard, or American Express, know that they're going to be traveling abroad, right? It's important because you're going to get denied if you make a charge in Paris, France with your uh, your Visa card, right? First time, and you did not know that, that you're out of country. Is that true? Yeah, with all, with all the 
fraud preventative measures that are now in place with credit card companies. It, it, you know, it's important to let them know where you're going and when you'll be there so that they allow for those charges. It's also, you, you got to make sure you give them end dates so that if something were ever compromised that, you know, while you are traveling, that that, that will be prevented when you return as well. Um, but that that is important. It's important, you know, in addition with respect to credit cards or bank cards, um, that, that, you know, you never, those you don't take pictures of. Um, you know, for, for obvious reasons, but, but whether it's, you know, pictures that you save on your phone for your own personal use, you know, should you lose the card, um, or whether it's, you know, pictures with you in them that you might post on Facebook or Instagram. I mean, they, they just don't belong in <laughs> pictures in general. No, no. Uh, so, so that would be, uh, you know, something important to note and, and sometimes overlooked. Well, the, the the other reason why I'm bringing this up, if you're traveling abroad, and let's say you only bring one credit card with you, and that get, that credit card gets frozen, it's going to be difficult for you. And I, I've heard of many people do that. It's it's probably better to at least bring two. One, hide it and secure it as much as possible. Use the other one once there's nothing happened. But if it's compromised, you don't want to be stuck uh, for five days and having to go to a bank and try to get cash, et cetera. And that's even difficult in most countries. So... Uh, you know, hopefully you have the telephone numbers of the Visa, the MasterCard, American Express, or whomever. But it's important that you either yep. contact them by phone or by email or, you know, securely that you let them know what the situation is happening as soon as possible. That's that's the important thing, as soon as possible. So, again, tell our listeners about your, your uh, I love it, the mobile defender device that you offer that uh, for not just for travel but also for for. Um, for, for emergency situations in any any particular business or occupation or at home, et cetera. So give our listeners a little bit of quick, a quick overview and how can they get one of these? CureTrack is a mobile health and safety company. Um, one of the, the components of the solution is, is a small device, roughly the size of a garage door opener that is called the Mobile Defender. And this device is really sort of the beacon, the, the, the safety beacon part of the solution where you know, you'll carry it on your person. There's many different ways to do that, whether you wear it or whether you stick it in a pocket or a purse. Uh, and anytime there's a need for emergency assistance, whether, you know, there's a third party that's causing trouble or costing you or whether it's a health situation or anything in between, you push a button. In a matter of seconds, um, a third-party professional monitoring center will not only answer the call but see where you're located. Um, in any in, in any of up to 120 different countries. So whether you're at home, out and about, or, or traveling abroad, um, it, it's highly uh, it's high, it's highly useful. And um, you know it even it even detects things like falls, where whether it's a senior in sort of in a home situation that may trip and fall, or whether it's someone who's lone worker that works in an oil and gas uh, large oil and gas campus, if you will, or refinery. Um, that falls for some other reason. Uh, it can also trigger an emergency response to the same center that will then know where you are and be able to help get you the help that you need as quickly as possible. So we've been doing this since 2008. We're one of the leaders in the industry, and we work across many different industries, um, but mainly in loan worker space, um, the senior space, and healthcare. So those three large markets. And so tell our listeners countries around the world. So tell our listeners about a phone number and a website that they can learn more about it and to possibly in order one of these particular devices for them or their loved one. Sure. So um, SecureTrack works with partners. Um, so we don't sell directly to the public. 
um, to find out more about us, it's com. Mention that again. U-R-A? Yeah, S-E-C. Yeah, dot com. Okay. You can find out all about us there. If you want to purchase, though, that you go to one of our partners, one of our best nationwide partners is a company called Rescue Alert. And uh, their website is exactly the same as it sounds, rescuealert.com. And the phone number for Rescue Alert is 1-800-688-9576, 800-688-9576. And, uh, and they've been working with us for, gosh, almost 10 years now. So, um, so they're great, and they work with customers all over the country, uh, including Canada. Well, that's, that is a very interesting device that could definitely help many, many people throughout the world. One other follow-up question, real quickly. How often do you have to change the batteries in this little particular unit? And I, I'm amazed how we can beam up to some satellite to let me know where I'm located. I'm just amazed. It's not it's not as big as my yeah, phone. No, that's, um, that is really must be a powerful transmitter. Yeah, it, it, it is powerful. Uh, it comes in a small package. It's, a, it's less than two ounces in weight, but it's um, it's an amazing little device. So it's a rechargeable battery, much like your phone. Um, it doesn't need to be replaced. It just needs to be recharged every two or three days, depending on how much you use it. So, um, so it packs a nice little punch because, unlike a phone, you don't necessarily have to charge it every day. You just drop it into a cradle so there's nothing to plug in. You just uh, let the cradle do its job. Oh, that's good. Well, thank you for giving us some advice and uh, about this particularly unique product. 